Hey there, everyone. Welcome back to Strong Inside and Out, the place where you get that little nugget of information each week that helps you be a strong woman on the inside and out. This week, I have a fantastic treat for you. I have a special guest who I met through a networking event, and I knew I needed to connect with her immediately. She was talking about the work that she does, which actually helps women communicate. We'll talk about that in a moment, but I just thought, wow, how important communication is for all of us as strong women to know how to do it effectively, to know when to do it effectively, and to know that communication is so important in how we build the lives that we love. So let me tell you a little bit about Grace. Grace C.W. Liu is an Asian American and speech language pathologist. She empowers conflict, phobic, and introverted women over the last 23 years with expertise in resolving communication breakdowns. Grace is passionate about helping her clients shift communication in all areas of life so they experience more harmony, are understood more impactfully, find resolution quickly and effectively, and are supported by their partners, peers, work associates, and families. Grace believes there is a solution for everything, and it starts with knowing your unique communication style. I love this. I know you're going to get so much great information. So, hey, Grace, welcome to Strong Inside and Out. Hello, Sherry. Thank you for inviting me. <laughs> it was so wonderful to meet you during the networking event. And when you said about empowering women, well, I'm all about that. So, <laughs> Absolutely. I love it. And that's what we do here. You know, we want women to know how strong they are and to know that they definitely can build a life that they love. Absolutely. <laughs> Perfect. So, Grace, I know that you've been working in the world of communication with students and with women, and maybe they overlap each other. And you have a very unique way of bringing out the communication styles for the people that you work with. Talk to me about how you work with them, specifically bringing out those styles of fireball, nurturer, diplomatic, and humorous. Right. So, you know, um, I'm all about personality. And so I've taken a lot of personality tests. You know, I've taken the Clifton Strength. I've taken the um, Myers-Briggs, you know, and everything. And then I felt that, you know, with communication, everybody has a communication styles. And some of their personality comes from, like, their background, and just their innate motivation, experiences, and what and what have you. And just, you know, I hear a lot of speakers, and I've also been in, in communication, right? We meet a lot of people that we communicate. And I've noticed that some people have, like, a, spot, a style of, like, being a motivator. Like, they just want to get, help you to get results, and they're, like, so passionate and everything. And I felt like, you know what? These people are, like, fireballs to me. Uh, they're, like, the ones that, like, just really are fired up and wants to get you fired up and all that. So that's where I got that idea of the, the communication styles. And because I find myself to be more of that nurturer, that gentle. Everybody has always said, oh, you're so gentle, thoughtful, and, you know, to provide guidance. And that's where I felt like, yes, that fits those uh, descriptions. And that's the idea of like a nurturer, right? 
the person that like takes care of people and, you know, takes care of plants, takes care of, you know, just uh, living things and beings. And so they do that in a nurturing way, right? And then, you know, you have the ones that I felt like they're open to ideas and they're willing to share their ideas, but they're very diplomatic about how they do it. So that's where I got the idea of the diplomat, you know, or the diplomatic conversation, uh, communication style. And then, uh, then I have my husband, <laughs> uh, who I would say is a humorous communication style because when I've noticed with him, when I get into a really deep discussion, that he feels very uncomfortable, that he wants to throw in sometimes the humor. And me as the nurturer, sometimes I felt like, gee, you're throwing in this, you know, comment, like you're trying to be lighthearted about it or trying to be funny about it. But that felt like really insensitive to me. So, you know, that's where I thought, oh, so um, those are where I got the ideas for for the uh, communication style, just from the people I've interacted with and just from the people that I've also observed and, you know, so... Wow, I, I love that. I really do. And I have to say, I was married to the humorous style. And I believe I'm probably truly a motivator, just to put that in, in there. But I do ask this question, you know, I work a lot with people in leadership development. And recently, I was talking to a group of people about your leadership style, and how important it is to know your style, because then you can build on your strengths. And you can you know, accommodate for the areas that you might not be as strong in, or you can use that as a springboard to help develop in the future, right? How important is it that we know our style? Because clearly, you know, you connect with someone. I've been, I was married for 20 years before I um, got divorced, but have been in other relationships. And I am sure it feels like that men are from Venus, women are from Venus, men are from Mars or whatever the saying is when it comes to communication. Right. So um, first, how I also go about it is looking at the human design, because in the human design, there's a type, you have the manifesting generator, the generator, the reflector, the projector, um, reflector, (laughs) reflector, manifesting generator, generator, projector, and there's one more and I can't. I think you might have gotten them. Reflector, projector, manifester, generator, and manifesting generator. And guys, I only know this because Grace gave me notes, I promise you. But keep going, Grace. You got this. So, <laughs> so with that, so there's that there's that the authority, and then there's the strategy, right? So I'm gonna use myself as an example because I'm a manifesting generator. So for the longest time, because I was a nurturer, I had always wanted to give out advice and I had always wanted to give out guidance. And when I provided that, my intention was there to help the person, but it wasn't always appreciated. And so a lot of the times I felt very frustrated, like, geez, I'm trying to help this person. Why are they like not receptive to it? Or they think I'm like, you know, too smothering or what have you. And so until I learned my human design, 
And the strategy is you have to wait to respond. You have to wait for the mm -hmm. person to come to you and say, hey, um, I need help with this. Do you have any advice? Once when they invited me and then I was able to share it, then they, then it was more well re received because they had actually asked for it. I waited for them to ask me about it. And then once when I shared it, then it was like, oh, great. That's the wonderful advice or thank you for that, you know, because I didn't initiate because as a manifesting generator, we're not supposed to initiate it. <laughs> Wow, I like you know, that. We're supposed to wait for a response. Yeah, and that's so powerful because think about it. I'm a mom, right? And I have a 33-year-old daughter. And what's the first thing that I want to do? I'm going to be honest, y'all. I want to tell her what to do, right? And it's not because I want to have control over her. It's because I've been there. I've done that. I've had experiences. I've had bad times. And I'm trying to protect her. My sister does the same thing with my niece. But it's so powerful to hear we do that, but maybe we need to step back and wait for someone to say, well, what would you do, mom? I think that's pretty powerful. <laughs> well, that's only for if you're a manifesting generator or generator. Now, if you're a manifester, I think that was the one I forgot. So if you're a manifester, then you are allowed to initiate. So if you're a manifester and you're a nurturer where you want to offer the advice, then you're you're okay to do that. You're okay to initiate that advice because as a manifester, you are, uh, your design is to initiate. So, you know, if you're a nurturer and manifesting generator, you have to wait for the person to come to you. But as a nurturer, who's a manifester, you know, then they are the ones that are able to initiate and be able to have that um, advice be well taken, well received, right? Wow. So, so it's kind of like under, yeah. So it's kind of understanding your human design and then kind of matching it to your um, unique communication styles. Yeah. So, you know, if you're this type of uh, a communication style, then you want to make sure that you're still in that realm, but you want to do it in an effective way that matches to what your strategy is for your human design. Wow. That is very interesting. I don't know a lot about human design. I've worked with humans for a long time in the public education realm and in the work that I do now. But that's very interesting because I don't know if we ever think about that. You know, I'm sure you get a lot of people coming to you going, I don't know who I am, what I am. You know, I just know I need to communicate better. And understanding that is so important. I love that. So as we, you know, get into relationships, whether they be with a romantic partner, with our children, with our siblings, you know, as we grow older, with our parents, with our colleagues, what what would be your best advice? I don't know about communicating. I always say I am pretty transparent and what you see is what you get and I'm pretty authentic. But I also know that there are some people that need a little you know, rubbing and a little, as you said, nurturing and, you know, how they receive it. So if you know what your communication style is, but what about knowing your receiver? What do you think about all of that? Well, here's the thing. As, as a communicator, so I think what we need to think, take a step back about is how do we define communication? Right. A lot of times we define communication as just an exchange of information. We're just sending the message to the person 
to the words and the person hears the words and then it, and, and then under, hear, understands the words well enough to say, okay, this is what the person is telling me to do or this is what the message that the person is sending me. But communication is deeper than that. It's not just about sending out the message, right? Communication is about understanding the words that you're using. Because, you know, for me, everybody says that there's energy, right? We have energy, mm -hmm. there's energy all around us. And if that is true, then communication also has energy. Mm -hmm. And so the way we use our words has energy, the words that we speak and the, and what the person is hearing also has that energy. And then from there, we are creating a feeling. So it's not just exchanging of information. There's feeling involved in communication. So if we're not, if we're communicating and, you know, our tone of voice, our body language, the words, we're actually sending that feeling to that person. And that person is receiving that energy, receiving that feeling from us. Wow. That's a lot to think about. I mean, you just, you just don't think about that, right? You think about, and I know so many people, and again, my realm's kind of been leadership over the last years and now um, working more with people in their relationships and working with their employees and things, you think about how so many people think communication really is. Yep. You told me that. And I told you, and that's the way it goes, but you're so right about the interpersonal skills, your tone, your body language, everything that goes into it. And then listening, listening is so important because we could be talking right now and I could just tone you out and have no idea what you say, but still have a conversation, but never have any kind of connection, you know? Right. And then there's the other part of the listing part of it, because you're right, you can tune the person out. But here's the thing. A lot of the times when we listen, we're trying to already give a response. Mm -hmm. So we're listening to provide that extra response or to provide that reaction. So then that prevents us from totally listening because we're already in our mind as we're hearing the person, we're in our mind already figuring out what we want to say back to that person, what response we're trying to give back to that person. So in that sense, you're listening, but you're, you're trying to listen in a way of providing that response or that reaction that you're actually not truly listening because <laughs> mm -hmm. You know, if you truly listen, you you're listening just to what the person is saying without the necessity or without the feeling of having to respond or react right away. You know, like just yeah. listen to what the person is saying. And once when you gather that message, you can decide to for yourself if you need to respond, because not all conversation, not everything the person says to you you need to respond or have a reply to. You know, that's interesting you say that, Grace, because I'm going to tell you, I've been to trainings before in my career. And, you know, I hear people say, okay, what is active listening? And they teach us out there. I'm going to be honest. They teach us to go, oh, yeah, uh-huh. I hear you. Yeah. Where actually you should be more focused on understanding the message, right? Hearing the person's feelings hearing how they're coming across because they clearly have some kind of message they're giving you that is very important to the, the speaker 
And if you're so worried about just throwing in those little pieces here and there to make it look like you're actively listening, are you really listening? So it's almost like we're in caught, caught between a rock and a hard place, right? Exactly. That's that's exactly right. <laughs> so interesting. So, you know, it's January and we're into a new year and so many people try to set resolutions. And by this week, we're recording on what, January 22nd. Most people have given up on their resolutions. We're going to be honest, right? But what if we really had people that were very serious about making some changes in 2024 and wanted to better their relationships better their communication, really, really focus on that. What would be one first tip that you would give them that would make a huge difference in their world? One is one of two things. One, know your communication style mm -hmm. or actually start to understand your words, your, your energy of the words that you're saying. I like that. I know I've said to like people before, sometimes you can say hard things in a manner that doesn't come across harsh, right? It's not about what you say, but about how you say it. So I, right. I really love that. I love that. We were talking and you gave me some notes, as I mentioned earlier, but talk to me about this acronym PEACE, because that's another unique piece of your PEACE, P-I-E-C-E, PEACE, P-E-A-C-E of your program. So talk to me about peace. So what I came up with is I already said, and I mentioned that um, words have energy, right? Mm -hmm. So a lot of times we say words like, I want a peace of mind. We need, I need more peace. I need, but what they're saying is what they're gathering the definition from the dictionary, right? You know, the dictionary meaning of what peace is right? Having that calm, you know, serenity. and But on an energetic level, do people really understand what that means? And I don't really think that people really truly understand on an energetic level, perhaps what peace means. And so they're chasing after it and they can't find it. That's so for me, yeah. so, so for me, I, my philosophy is start to understand your words beyond the typical dictionary meaning. Like just sit with the word and then for yourself, feel what the word means for you. So when I sat with the word peace, um, what I came up with, well, if I want a peace of mind, what do I need to do? Well, first, P, prioritize. Prioritize either my to-do list or find time to prioritize myself. Because again, you know, if you're a nurturer, like you say, you're a mom and what have you, you're taking care of everybody else. You're taking care of your kids. You're taking care of your, you know, you could be taking care of your spouse, your parents, what everything. And so a lot of times you might forget to prioritize yourself or you might have like, I have so many things to do. And you're like, you know, I have to do this. Well, you can prioritize. What are the top three? Right. Mm -hmm. So sometimes just prioritizing will help. And then evolve, E for evolve, because a lot of times we don't want to make mistakes. So we overthink, we overanalyze, you know, and, and everything. So a lot of the times, because we're afraid of failing or making mistakes and what have you, 
Well, if you realize that that that's part of how we're going to evolve, right? That's how we learn. So be willing to learn and be willing to evolve. That'll help you to start to get some of that peace, right? And then for me, I sat with it and I was just like, well, how about an awareness, right? Awareness of my words, awareness of my, my actions, awareness of what I am doing. Because once when I'm aware, if I start to like feel like things are out of control, I bring that awareness and say, wait a minute, I can meditate or I can center myself in a way so that I'm like responding rather than reacting. So having that awareness. And then C for choice, because a lot of the times, the reason we, we don't have that peace is because we feel stuck. We might feel stuck that we have to be in a job or we're stuck that we have to do X, Y, and Z. So we feel like maybe we don't have a choice, but actually you do have a choice. You can either choose to be stuck with that mindset, like I'm stuck in this bad, in this horrible job or this horrible situation or what have you, or you can say, I can choose to see something good. You know, even that job that you're stuck in, perhaps there's like one thing that might be really good, right? And so if you kind of focus on that, maybe that terrible job might be just a little bit more bearable, right? So you always have a choice. You have a choice of what you're going to pay attention to. Mm -hmm. And then E, because once when you empowered yourself, once when you empowered yourself to feel that peace, now you can start to empower others. And so that's where I, so every word that I say or think, I sit with it and I figure out for me energetically, what does that word mean? So that I can start to embody, embrace that word. And then now I don't, I can feel that peace. And then I know like, okay, these are all the things I can do that will actually bring me peace. Wow. You know, I have to say, sometimes I feel like I don't learn a whole lot of things, you know, because you've done so many things in life, but that's powerful. That is, that was such a learning opportunity for me because I know sometimes we do get in our own head. We overthink things. We do feel like we're stuck. We feel just trapped sometimes. And then we can't really control what's happening and we can't have that awareness. And so that is so, so good. Wow, Grace, I'm impressed. Oh, thank you, I'm Sherry. So yeah. And, and so I'm not saying these words, the, the ones that I use today mm -hmm. will be for everybody, right? Mm -hmm. um, sit with the word peace and maybe some other words, you know, that will kind of go with the, the letters for the word peace might come up for you. Uh, I just know for me that, that that's what resonated for me, mm -hmm. but I, you know, everybody has their own energy. So you'll find maybe some other words that will empower you, right? Or that would oh um, make more sense for you. Because Eve for me is empowered, but for somebody it might be experience or it might be educate, you know, mm -hmm. every, so it's all different. Mm -hmm. uh, but if what I've shared today resonates, then absolutely, you know, follow mm -hmm. through, like when you want peace, then follow through with the, uh, words that I have given, but I like it. I like it so much um, information for us as women 
And again, communication tends to be one of those things that can make or break us, right? In all areas, personally or professionally. And so I think it's just so important. So as we are wrapping up today, tell my audience how they could connect with you if they wanted to learn more about their communication style, they wanted to learn more about effective communication and just be a strong woman. So they can reach me at gracesolutions.com forward slash schedule. Okay, perfect. And I'll put that in the show notes audience because I do want you to have an opportunity to connect with Grace um, and learn more about this. I know that this is something I cover in the Empowered Woman Society, which is my monthly membership, talking about boundaries and communication. I know in my leadership courses, I talk a lot about communication and how to do so effectively. And clearly, I learned something today. So I know there's so much more out there that I don't even know. And so many of us could benefit from that. Grace, you were such a joy to have on today. I am so excited that we were able to connect, get to know each other a little bit better, and that you were able to share all of your wisdom with my audience. Well, thank you. Thank you, Sherry. I just want to say, I'm so honored to be uh, here with you and to share about communication because I'm all about communication all my life. I feel like, you know, I growing up, you know, East and Western culture, I had to figure out the gap to build mm -hmm. the relationship. And then I somehow landed on speech language pathology again with communication. And then I had an opportunity to work in Scotland and there wow. was a lot of uh, different uh, things that happened with communication. And I learned about having fun with communication. Um, so, you know, I just want people to realize that, you know, communication doesn't always have to be so serious. Mm -hmm. You know, there, there is um, treat it as a game. Like, you know, you're going to meet some difficult people. You're going to come across some situations and what have you that might seem like an obstacle and what have you. But, you know, have fun with it, you know, be lighthearted with it, because a lot of the times just kind of having fun with it will actually help you get through those difficult conversations uh, that you might have. So, so true. you know, I, so true. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if, I have, if you have time for me to share a quick story. Uh, I think we have about but, one minute um, left. Yeah, go ahead. So when I was in Scotland, I was working, like I said, with a student and everything. And my name is Miss Lou to them. And Lou is toilet in Scotland. And so one of the times the teacher had her back turned and the student uh, was being helpful and said, hey, Johnny, the toilet lady is here for you. You know, <laughs> so, you know, I, you know, that could have been either a, you know, hurtful comment, mm -hmm. right? Um, you know, be, being known as a toilet lady, right? Or, you know, I could just have fun with it and go, you know what, that kid was smart. <laughs> you know, you did all he wanted. He had a good sense of humor. He wanted to somehow one day have a chance to say that and he got his opportunity. And I have to say, every time I share that story, I just still chuckle about it because that's what I'm talking about, you know. Um, if you're too serious about it, then, you know, you're not, you're just going to say, oh, that's not fun. But if you take it lighthearted, have fun with it, you know, here, I'm in Scotland, I'm a toilet lady to them. <laughs> you know, that's so good, too, because so many years in education, I know that was probably a power trip in the yeah. making. 
and the way you handled it probably got that kid on your side 100% immediately. Yeah. Yes. So absolutely. All right. Well, thank you, Grace, for joining us once again. And for all of you out there listening, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Strong Inside and Out, the place where you can get some great information on how to be a strong woman on the inside and out. I'll see you back here next week for another fantastic episode.